The Deep Six. Six stories from your world in 30 minutes or less. Hosted by Patty Steele and Steve Cochran. The Deep Six is on. This is a special edition of The Deep Six. The Express Lane. Not like when people get in. What? I was going to say, why is it a special edition? What makes it special? We never are hurried. We never try to get things done quickly. Oh, so we're going to hurry through this because yes. we have better things to do? Oh, that's You have nice. a very important appointment. That's all I'm saying. And uh, <laughs> we'll reveal it in a future episode. My right. name is Steve Cochran. You can hear me mornings on WLS in Chicago and the live from my office podcast when I'm not doing this one. And please introduce yourself, lady. I am Patty Steele, and I work on CBS FM radio in New York City. I do a morning show with the um, unusual but wildly famous Steve. Steve. Oh, my God. I forgot his He's name. so famous, we don't even know his name. I was looking at you. That's why. Right. Scott Shannon. <laughs> right. All right. So we go to entertainment first because this is two friends talking about six topics, usually in 30 minutes or less. Watch how fast we do it this time. Do we have uh, to speak like really fast? Are we going to talk like this? We'll just speed it up at the end in post-production. The Deep Six. Story number one. All right, first up, the Golden Girls have a children's book. Are you a Golden Girls fan? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. You were never crazy about it because they're enjoying quite the run. Yeah. Now, I do love, I remember the Golden Books for little kids, and I love little kids' books, but this is the Golden Girls' children's books. Picture it, four-year-old bedroom, 2022. They ask for a snack, some water, maybe Peppa Pig. Or do they want to hear the Golden Girls, Good Night Girls, and the stories of <laughs> Sophia, Dorothy, Blanche, and Rose for some <laughs> shut-eye during their sleepover. The Golden Girls book is expected to be the first in a series of books maximizing the hot uh, nature of the Golden Girls franchise now, where millennials are talking about how crazy they are about it. They don't know if it's because of Betty White's passing and all the publicity. Yeah, People are discovering the Golden Girls like it never existed before. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I know. My daughter in college was finding all of these. They don't seem that old, but like Parks and Recreation. Right. (laughs) That was a little pre her time. And these kids were watching that and Seinfeld and Friends and all this stuff when they were in college, like it hadn't existed, you know, 10, 15, 20 years earlier. It's funny. Here's a quickie in entertainment from you. It involves uh, Stranger Things. Talk to me. See, I happen to be absolutely wildly crazy about this director, Taika Waititi. He did Mm -hmm. Thor, Love and Thunder. He did Jojo Rabbit. He both appears in his movies. He directs them and frequently writes them. He's a workaholic. He's got a million different projects. Just Google him and you'll figure it out. Well, he was talking about Stranger Things. And he said he's really not thrilled that Stranger Things is making Kate Bush a big star again. He said, uh, of course, it's thanks to her 1985 song, Running Up That Hill, which Stranger Things used in the beginning of this new yeah. season. And um, Taika said they ruined Kate Bush. He said, I love that show. But as someone who feels real ownership of Kate Bush music, I'm annoyed. I've become one of those crazy old assholes who's like, these kids never listen to Kate Bush. They've heard one song on a damn TV show. They don't know Kate Bush. I know Kate Bush. I can I see like him it. saying that. He's adorable. I like it. It's honest. Um, yes. Our third entertainment item is around one of the greatest people. And, you know, if, if it's not Tom Hanks or Henry Winkler is the nicest people in show business, it's Paul Rudd. 
He's a really incredibly lovely person. He plays Ant-Man, of course, in the Ant-Man films and Avengers Endgame and other stuff that he's done. And he's always been a really sweet stand-up guy. But listen to what he did for this little boy who, a 12-year-old boy who lives near Denver. His name is Brody Ritter. He came home from school in May and his mom noticed that his yearbook, which all the kids generally sign for each other at the end of the school year, we all did that, was basically empty, even though he had asked people to sign it, only two teachers and two classmates did. Brody's mom noticed then that he had signed his own yearbook with a note to himself saying, I really hope you make more friends next year. Wow. <sighs> That's I a dear Evan get Hansen that. moment. That's a hard yeah. one. She said that he had been bullied for a long time at school. Um, so she went on social media and she said, parents need to teach their children kindness. And if you see your child being mean to someone else, talk to them about how that would make them feel. My heart is shattered. Please teach your kids kindness. Well, that went viral and support exploded. Celebrities, companies, parents, kids all reached out, including Paul Rudd, who FaceTimed Brody and sent him a handwritten note saying, it's important to remember that even when life gets tough, that things do get better. There are so many people that love you and think you are the coolest kid there is, me being one of them for sure. He also sent him a signed Ant-Man helmet. They said when he went back to school after his mom's first post, and the thing to note about this is it wasn't because of Paul Rudd, but, but her posting that apparently really reached some people's hearts. And they said a group of older kids visited his class and they all signed his yearbook. That's cool. And then the whole Paul Rudd thing happened. And his mom said he's over the moon and feeling really positive about the next. That's cool. Year. It's a great story. The Deep Six. Number two. I don't know if you ever returned anything you found, a wallet or whatever, when you were a kid. But mm -hmm. if you did, hopefully you did it for the right reason. And maybe you got a dollar or two for a reward. Right, right. Check this out. 17-year-old teen in San Diego. This is this year. This is 2022. Adrian Rodriguez finds a purse in a shopping cart in a parking lot, decides to do the right thing. He drives over an hour to the address on the ID. He goes out of his way to drive to the house and knock on the door to return the bag. The purse belonged to someone named Elena Martin. Uh, the friend's aunt opened the door when Adrian knocked. She accepted the purse and sent Adrian on his way. But when uh, Elena and her friend learned of his good deed, they wanted to thank him. But they didn't know his name. It was just a kid doing a good thing. So they post on Facebook. They do a video from the home security system. Before long, Adrian's identified. The woman had already started a GoFundMe page to reward him. Started with the goal of gifting the kid $1,000 for returning the purse. Mm-hmm. 706 donors pitched in in one day. $15,500 is his reward for being honest. Wow. And also he feels better about himself too. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. It was yeah. an inside edition story with our friend who hosts that show who uh, tipped me off to that. All right, let's go to topic three. Let's talk love. Yes. Are you a love addict? Is somebody so. you're in love with? How do you figure out if somebody's a love addict? Because what happens is like you meet somebody and they come up to you and they're like, oh my God, you're everything I've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. You are absolutely spectacular. And they're making plans. I, I, this happened to me in college with a guy who I thought was drop dead adorable. Although I will say he got me into radio. So I do have to thank him for that. Okay. Otherwise kind of a dud. He was definitely one of these people who is more interested in falling in love than being in love. And relationship experts say you can spot this. Love addicts may do anything to win you over. They seem like they're only concentrating on you all the time. They fast forward through relationship stages. So it's like 
all in. They're all in right away. And they make big promises right away. I remember like this guy, he was like, he said to me, oh, if we were just a few years older, I'd be asking you to marry me right now. It was like our third date. And I was, you know, I was a kid. I was like 18 and I went, ah, and then I realized, okay, (laughs) guy turned into kind of a loser, but I stayed with radio. But um, they said they tend to be obsessive and codependent, yet they don't actually stay sad for very long after a breakup. And they say, if you spot these signs in yourself, kind of notice whether is this a pattern? Is this something I do regularly? I fall in and out of love like really rapidly, or is it maybe just a one-off where I get kind of like really intrigued with someone and then it goes away, but that's not my normal thing, so. Well, and be advised that that's how people end up getting married three, four, and five times. They love the honeymoon period. Right. They don't love the long haul. Right. Well, who the hell likes the long haul? That's a good point. (laughs) They're right, those love addicts. The Deep Six, number four. There are stupid amongst us, and uh, you should know about it. This is just a one-off where there's there's a survey or two out there that says, if I give you this, what does it mean? Give me a few of those. Okay, so they were talking to people about mostly about kind of computer things to see what they understood about language, computer language. 11% of people surveyed believed that HTML was a sexually transmitted disease. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I got the HTML. Yeah. And then they said, besides HTML, 27% identified gigabyte as an insect commonly found in South America. 23% thought an MP3 was a Star Wars robot and 18% identified Blu-ray as a marine animal. (laughs) Oh no, oh no, it's the Blu-ray. You know what I heard? The Blu-ray got the HTML at a party. The Deep Six, number five. Let's talk travel. You have travel plans? Uh, I was just traveling and I plan to travel again. Yes, I do. All right. So there's a website, an app and a guy called the points guy. He knows you're the value of uh, how to use your airline frequent flyer points. Is that what it's called? The points Yeah. The points guy. You Google up the points guy. He'll set you up. The question comes up with all these canceled flights. What's better? They offer you cash. You take the cash. You take a boatload of miles that they're willing to offer you. Huh? Yeah. Well, the points guy, here's his tip. And I, I, I really urge you to go to the points guy for the longer form explanation of this. But Mm -hmm. if you get bumped and they say, we'll give you a thousand dollars in cash or $500 in cash or whatever the cash is, Mm -hmm. or we'll give you this much uh, in points, know the value of that airline's points before you go. Ah, makes sense. So then you can figure out this is worth how many actual dollars to me. And Mm -hmm. uh, again, it's explained at the points guy. I'd love to give you a deeper explanation, but I'll be honest with you. We don't have time on this episode of The Deep Six. That's right. We're in the express lane. The Deep Six, number six. Are you a royal family fan? Oh, yeah. I love reading about them. I know it's 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 kind of trashy and you're not supposed to like that, but I think it's interesting and pretty and and also snarky and, you know. Um, we're going to leave you with words the royal family will never say. This is a mental floss article. You know how much I enjoy mental floss. A lot mm-hmm. of Brits refer to their evening meal as tea. The yes. royal family? Nope, they won't do it. They call mm-hmm. the meal eaten between five and seven dinner or supper, but you're not to mention tea. Does anyone know why? No. No, why? No, nobody knows why. Nobody knows oh. why. It seems to be a tradition. <laughs> I thought you were asking that question and you were going to provide us with an answer. No, I'm not, here for, I'm, 
I'm not here to provide answers. You know me better than that. What do they say? Bring me a cup of buttermilk? Yeah, uh, meet me for supper and bring me a cup of, <laughs> you know, because they can't actually say it. That's right. Uh, and a word that's not going to surprise you as much the royal family doesn't say is toilet. Instead of toilet, they refer, they refer to that particular room as the lavatory. The lav- I don't like that either. Why don't they call it what the other Brits do, the loo? Uh, apparently some do say the loo, but that is uh, one of the princes that was kicked out of the country. <laughs> posh is a word that's not used by the royal family. Ironic, given that they're one of the most posh families in the world. The aristocracy and upper classes say smart instead. You're not posh, you're oh, smart. She looks smart. Yeah, posh is low rent, I guess, huh? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, pardon is not a word said by the royal family. As in pardon me? Oh. No. You know why? Because the royals spend all day, as most Brits do, apologizing. So they just say sorry. 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 Didn't hear you. sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's it. Um, and, and finally, a word that the Brits never say, a D-bag. They never say D-bag, like you, you filthy D-bag. I don't know. It's not necessarily on the list. I may have added that one but myself. But how do you express yourself? And what do you call Prince Harry? <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, a posh D-bag. So you're not wrong. Listen, I promise promised you we'd get you an express lane version of the deep six. You just got it. Who are you again? Oh, God, who am I? I got to come up with this fast. Uh, Patty Steele from CBS FM in New York. Well done. You you? remembered your name. Yeah. Steve Cochran, uh, 89 WLS in Chicago and uh, the Live From My Office podcast. Love you, Patty. I love you so much. Bye bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. The Deep Six. Subscribe, rate, follow, or review at pattysteel.com or cochranshow.com. <laughs>